Last time on Travelers of the Unknown, Ashes from Time. Everyone who isn't aware of that box will forget that any of us ever existed. Do not look at what's inside. Do not touch what's inside. And all of you need to get out of here. Plague Master Harriet is a uh, very troubled young man who's fled his homeland. Not the sort of person you want as a friend, okay? I was still pissed off at Bryn. You might explain what all that was about then. You're an actor, right? And we kind of need you guys to do this contest. Everybody fucking erupts in applause. <laughs> With these, you'll have free entry to any of the cities and tried. So you get on a boat, very quickly get moved over into Oberk, and you are out of the jurisdiction of the Watch. The boys have finally escaped Trident, but what's gonna happen next? It's the finale of this arc, and it's an hour and a half long, so uh, buckle in your fantasy pants for fantasy pants, it's Travelers of the Unknown Ashes from Time. I hate doing these, I never know what to say, holy fuck. Trident Part 8, the finale. And we starting. <laughs> so we're gonna jump right we're gonna jump right into this immediately, guys. Um Okay, let's go. So, uh you've all um escaped from Trident, finally and uh, from the surrounding cities as well. And I'm kind of going to rush through a couple things now and we're going to get the story going. Um, so first, I'll talk about where you are. You're in Oberk, which is a city mostly comprised of cobblestone and many buildings aged and worn with moss growing from the cracks. The river that runs through Oberk is largely covered in grates. You can see a few older-looking orcs kind of fishing from them with these old rusty rods, and this whole city has an atmosphere of like a stony shore that's been suffering the ocean's waves for years. Um, all around you, you can see these large kind of spiked domes with two huge pillars and, and fire burning atop the pillars, which are kind of like these places of worship and business. And, and it's a lot of the architecture is based around these domes and spikes and, and pillars, and it's all very rocky and cobbly. You are all still in outfit. <laughs> I think, yeah. because that's how you kind of snuck through here. Oh, yes, we were disguised. I just want to give you guys some time to, like, talk. Oh, I want, I want now that we actually have some time, to, to fucking find out what's going on with Bryn. Okay. You and me are going to have words, Bryn. Go on, have words with Bryn. All right, well, where are we now, currently? Well, basically, you're going to be having this conversation just while you're walking through Oberk. You can still be in costume if you want, or you can take them off, it doesn't... I don't really want to dress like a gimp for longer um... than I have to. Are we, are we all going to ditch the costumes? I'm going to keep mine on for now. <laughs> a little bit worried, seeing that we are still wanted men. No, we're not. Oh, they don't know us here, do they? We're outside. Oh, you're still wanted. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hold up, I thought the entire point of the last, like, seven episodes was us escaping the reach of the city wall. We're gonna sort it, don't- people won't recognise you by looking okay. at you. In which case, uh, I'll go back to my, my usual outfit, uh, my, my heavy, sort of- Oh, you know, you fucking know what they are, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain it again. Uh, yeah, Bryn is also gonna change out of his beautiful dragon costume. I'm gonna keep the mask on, though. That being the gimp mask, just to clarify. The little ball gag. Alright, so now that we're walking free and clear of- of- all that fucking carnage. I'm gonna to turn to Bryn and say, "So now that's all behind us, do I explain why we're in that mess in the first place?" Fuck if I know, mate. I was hired to steal this little thing. Bryn holds up the box from a stall, nice and simple. No 
complications, magic men, robots, burning buildings, any of this shit. So, yeah, your guess is as good as mine. And the people that hired you to steal this box, they didn't mention that there was being pursued by magical ghost people and that it would, by nature, endanger the rest of us as well, I'm assuming. Do you think I would have taken the job if I knew I was going to be pursued by magical metal ghost men? Well, knowing your character, Bryn, I don't quite know. You seem to be a bit of a miscreant, getting yourself into trouble like this. Who's to say you're not above avoiding the law? Well, I never said I was the holiest of holies. Bryn, from my experience, I've seen your holes and I'm, I'm not convinced. <laughs> Corlea and I were happily sleeping, enjoying ourselves after a night in pleasant company, and suddenly, the next thing we know, we're running from the city guard, being pursued by crazies having to act in stage shows. I even lost my favourite nightcap. Question, actually, whose who's fault was that? Because, as I recall, I was ready to run out of the building, then you two stormed in and set it on fire. Oh no, don't, don't be that guy. Do not be... That guy. Hand in for us, you'd be dead in that street. You'd be floating down the river. Look, we like you. We're your friend. That's why we chose to come and help. But we need some fucking answers if we're going to pursue this. And I don't have any, alright? I'm telling you, this is as much a mystery to you as it is to me. All I was supposed to do, all I was supposed to do, was pick up a box from an empty closed store in the middle of the night. It's going to be fine. I've done it before. I'll probably do it again, but all of a sudden, out come the Wonder Twins and Big Metal Man, and things go to shit. What? Alright then, what the fuck's so important about this box? Well, what's so important about it is I'm going to get paid an inordinate amount of money to give it to someone. Wonderful, and there's nothing in this box, nothing worth concerning ourselves with, or anything we should know about as we continue together. I don't know. I haven't looked inside the box. I don't actually think I should. And why's that? It was Digby, the goblin. Before he died, I got a kind of a warning-ish type thing. Just not to open the box, not to look inside. You don't remember? I I remember something of the sort. Okay, the people that hired you then, who who are they? Whoever sent me the letter You're turning me. up nothing but shallow th- comments right now. Here's my question. If you're getting paid, how are you getting paid? Where are you getting collected? Because, my God, we're getting some fucking answers if we're going to pursue this. I want to actually say, um, this was fucking ages ago, so I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not surprised you've forgotten, but I remember saying that a lot of the time how these, um, these jobs would work for Bryn is wealthy people would kind of hire, like, street hermits or homeless people to essentially seek out the criminal underground, the pickpockets and the thieves, and, and tell them that so-and-so has a job for you and, and collect this item and bring it to this location and, and you'll be, you'll receive your pay, like, that sort of thing. Okay. Um... The location Bryn was supposed to bring the box to. Yeah, we can say it was Oberk. He was supposed to bring the oh, box yeah, to. I can't remember where it was. Sorry, it was. Uh, like I don't months. think I ever said, but we can say it was Oberk. Sure. Um, but no one's. You, you can't see anyone who would want to collect the box at the moment. It doesn't seem. It, it, I would say it's fair to assume that you've been had at this point. Well, let's, let's do that in character then. Uh, where's your client then? Who's picking it up? Where are you? Where's your dead drop? I was supposed to meet them somewhere in Oberk. They were supposed to seek me out. All right, that's how these things work. I don't go to them; they come to me. Me going to them is too dangerous. No, where they don't know you're here at this point. You think I don't know that, mate? At the moment, what I'm really thinking is I've been fucked. All right, 
So please, leave it out for a second. Let me try and sort this. I've done this before. I know how to deal with this, okay? Now, as for you two, you are free to tag along if you want to. But the way this job has played out... Look, it's been dangerous enough so far, and I have no idea what I'm going to be getting myself into next. I know I said I would lead you away, be your guide, but quite frankly, you could find someone much better to do so. Go there. If there's one thing I've learned from meeting you two is that we make a damn good team, the three of us do not agree. We have a certain fire about us, so I can't disagree with that. If it's one thing for sure, ever since I've moved out of my village, you guys have shown me more. I've learned more than I've learned in the past. Shit, how old am I? Um, <laughs> 30 years. Yeah, let's go with that. I've been a dragon. <laughs> the world ain't a nice place. And it's, uh, it'll beat your tea and knees and keep you there permanently if you get it, but it's not about... <laughs> It's about to keep moving forward. I've just looked at your character sheet, Gully, you're 20. I'm 20, okay. This reminds me of a, of a play I once saw. <laughs> a moving picture. Well, it's obviously Bryn doesn't know a damn thing about what's happened to him. It looks like we have been had. The next move is stay the hell away from the watch until we can figure out what this box is. Well, if we can't deliver the box, why not just open it? That is I an idea. we said there's... Goods and bads, and maybe that's true, but it can't be any worse than the situation we're currently in, can it? Seems to be the only option. Okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna cut in, and I'm gonna be rushing through some story beats now. Okay. Um, and this is just to get some important things out of the way so we can move on to the next major event. Um, you're now very deeply inside Oberk, inside the orc-run area of Oberk. You've you've gone past any kind of human province that was left. Yeah. And you're very quickly stopped by a few patrolling guards with a young orc man who's sprout who's kind of sprouting a long long hair tied into two buns on the side of either, on, on either side of his head as well of a as well of a, as, as a beard that's kind of split in two locks coming down from his chin okay and and this orc is dressed in business attire with a bright orange bow tie um and behind him are two very muscular guardsmen and he asks you rather politely to come with him and upon seeing the obviously worried expressions on your faces he follows with now listen don't freak out you're not in any trouble right now i'm aware the main trident watch was after you and honestly i don't give two flaming hells what they wanted you for we get at least four runaway convicts coming over here in an average week this is ruddy standard i would still like you to come with me though doesn't seem like we have much of a choice yeah well as much as i disagree with the conduct of the human watch it is my responsibility to answer the call we do so in a much more civilized way of course if you're innocent, you have nothing to fear. You can resist if you want, but he kind of motions to the two guards either side of him who sort of flex and cross their arms. I don't think that'd be too bright. Well then, we gotta follow the gentleman, lads. If they wanted us dead, they'd have killed us already. I suggest we move with them. Oh, there's always time for a murder or two. <laughs> sure. So so you follow him and you, you, you get to what looks to be a town hall, which is much like the rest of the architecture, but it's a fairly small building and it has a, a barred roof with large amounts of weeds and vines and nettles sprouting from its exterior. Uh, sort of like a mangled garden kind of place. It's all kind of overgrown. Um... 
and the man invites you inside, past a lot of very busy rooms lit by gas lanterns, and into an empty room with a table. Sat at the table is an orc with a writing pen and parchment, looking expectantly as you enter. The man who fetched you then turns to you and says, My name is Horace. I am the mayor here, and by our laws, that also makes me the head of the watch. So... Excuse the mess, and bear in mind that resisting this spell will only prove your guilt in the accused crimes. He takes out a wand and casts Zone of Truth. Wonderful. Under this spell, you feel compelled to tell the truth, and only the truth. Uh, So one by one, he kind of sits you down and starts to ask you a series of fairly standard questions. I'm only going to mention the interesting ones that would have interesting answers for you guys. Um, okay. So, to Out of Brynn, interest, is there anything we can roll to to overpower this? Or? I was going to say you you could if you wanted to, but he has just said that if you resist the spell, it's going to convince him that you're guilty. Okay. I mean, how is he going to know we've resisted? He. Um. That's a fact about Zone of Truth. Is oh, okay. uh, if you resist people will know even if you succeed or fail. Oh, okay. So uh, to Bryn, he asks, um, since entering Trident, have you committed theft? And if so, what have you stolen? And uh, from your knowledge, who from? Bryn takes a deep breath and says, I and I alone have stolen. He pulls out the box. This box from a shop in Trident. I stole a horse. <laughs> he wasn't really asking you, but he wasn't asking you, but you just said that, I guess. <laughs> oh, I thought he was asking all of us. No, he's like, this is specifically to Bryn. I think he'll have known about the horse. I'm, um, I redact that. I didn't say that. I didn't. No, it's fine. It's fine. You you tell him about the horse. You tell him about the box. Um, Bryn, you would have also kind of been compelled to tell him about pickpocketing Jacob Nail. And the pipe. Oh god, yeah, shit, I forgot about this. And his response is is very simple, like, Oh, Jacob Nail was a known criminal. I have no problem with that. And a pipe is a pipe. Our jail cells are full enough as they are. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Um, He makes no mention of the box. The next question he asks, and and this is like, he's asking them all to bring and then he asks them all to go there, and then he asks them all to parry it, you know? I'm just... Only coming in at yeah. the interesting parts. Yeah, yeah. So to Gaulier, he asks, Since entering Trident, have you committed any form of property damage? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, when there was a... Uh, yes, I burnt down a pub. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Um, no. There was a brawl at a bar, and um, in order to stop our attackers, one of which was Jacob Nail, uh, a fire somehow... Uh, began <coughs> and, uh, and uh, this did not this was not upsetting to the owner and it did not uh, and it, uh, it was it was in self-defense am I correct in thinking if anything he thanked us for the act okay then uh, again excusable seems fine Jacob nail was a shit <laughs> yeah yeah so he continues your and finally he gets to a final question for Harriet okay now this is rather a serious one, but we have had acquis- uh, um, accusations towards you, gentlemen, about this. Um, since entering Trident, have you first or second hand been responsible for the death of another? Only bad people. Such as? Oh, fuck, was it his name Jacob Nail? Did we kill him? You didn't technically kill Jacob Nail. I did kill him, but I assisted in the death of Jacob Nail. And there was someone else you killed. Was there? 
You specifically first hand killed Leafro. Oh yeah. Oh I did. Yeah. I cut, oh yeah. I cut his fucking head off, didn't I? Technically, you killed Kastrobe in the fire, and you killed Leafro by splitting him in half. Those were the two who were with the stone. <laughs> Jesus. They were both bad people, though. And we should. Yeah. Just... Should I not point out that nobody can remember they existed except for us? Oh yeah. You kind of already figured out the point I was trying to make here, um, and that is that Harriet tells them about Lefro and about Kate Strobe and Bryn you tell them about the box and Gorlier you tell them about burning down Trinkets of Trident and none of this phases him none of this has any kind of impact he doesn't mention it it's as if he didn't even hear it mm. and so he said he, he nods and ticks his list and he says well fellas thank you for cooperating I can't honestly see why the watch was so out to get you this must have been a big misunderstanding you're free to go and so you all leave his office, probably a little more confused about what just happened and the responses the mayor had to your answers. However, all this is sort of in the back of your minds as it's now the evening around 4pm and none of you have had any rest since the fight broke out. Hmm. Bryn, you haven't stopped since yesterday morning. All in all, you're hungry, you're shattered and you check into a fairly quiet inn and have some lunch. Is there anything of note you want to say to each other over the meal? I can't believe Digby was right. Uh, when he said that people would get wiped out, I, I didn't believe it. They literally didn't even know we were there. Well, I mean, I for one, um, can't say I'm complaining about it. Who knew a goblin could have such power? A goblin that died to keep us alive, bear in mind. Mm. Uh, I'm going to summon Jinx and, and just, just have him there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just have my little friend. So after you've enjoyed your meal, you all head to your rooms and you go to bed. It's only about 5pm, but you're all so exhausted that you just call it a day. Uh, mm -hmm. So all of you, if you had any hit points missing, you can add them back and you all get your spell slots back because you're having a long rest. Sick. Um, um, at a point in the night, however, uh, Gorlia, you're woken up by a knock at your door. Strap in, kids. Uh, okay. Um... <laughs> Get up, open the door, my little nightcap on. <laughs> Yay! Um, Alright, outside you see one of the inn's employees uh, uh, with a blank expression, and he says, I'm afraid there's a problem with your room, sir, if you'd follow me. But there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with the being the bed's fine. It's a double bed, I there know. There is a chance of disease. You will be refunded and given a new room, but first, please, follow me. But I, I don't... I don't really understand, but... So I mean, this, is, this, is, this is not meant to be complicated. This is just standard procedure. If you please follow me, it's very late. Okay, relaxingly follow, starts to follow said gent. Okay, the man turns and walks down the hallway to the main reception of the inn and towards the door where you, you came in, the entrance. And he opens the door and extends an arm for you to walk out. But this is the entrance, is it not? Yes, we need you out of the building for now so that we can correct the room error. The other guests have left, including your friends Harriet and Bryn. They are waiting outside for you. I'm going to need to see them before. I've, no, no, I haven't heard any talk of this. This is all very concerning. Well, it's very dark outside. Don't worry. There's... um. It's kind of confidential what's going on at the moment, but if you could just step outside the door, it would all be fine. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Fine, all right, okay, fine. Let's leave. Fucking hell. Go on then. 
I'll go outside. Okay, as you step outside the door, you see a very large crowd of people out in the dark, kind of crowded together with torches and glimmering metal kind of coming from them. And just at that moment, the man who would would open the door for you is hit by an arrow that darts past you and hits him in the chest. He falls to the floor, gasping out, though he doesn't seem wounded. Well, he obviously seems wounded, but he doesn't seem... No, no, he's he's fine. No, he is faced white, but he doesn't seem, like, pierced. The arrowhead didn't pierce him. It seems to be made of rubber, like a stun arrow of some sort. Okay. And then suddenly, Gorlea, you see two figures running in your direction frantically both of them in great purple cloaks with drawn large weapons oh jesus christ right what you gonna do golly his eyes are gonna open <laughs> he's been his eyes closed this whole time <laughs> he's walking he's sleepwalking <laughs> I can't see how he... Can't find my glasses. Jinkies. Oh. Out of his nightcap, he pulls his massive <laughs> two-handed... Butler. <laughs> Butler. Oh, my God. And stands his ground. Wait, oh, sh- oh, I don't know. That's, that's, a lot, that's, a, that's a lot to comprehend. Because I don't trust the guy that's just opened the door. He's just been shot. There's two figures running at me who are in purple cloaks. And there's a fucking horde behind them. Maybe it's all a dream. Maybe it is. Can I, like, wait until they get a bit closer so I can see what they actually are? You could if you wanted to, yeah. <laughs> but they're getting very close and they're not anyone you recognise. One of them is a human with um, fire magic in his hands, kind of glowing. And the other one is a, a tiefling, which is like a, a kind of a, a half demon. And she is um, brandishing a very large crossbow and, and kind of very nimbly, uh, slightly behind the human, but dashing towards you as well. Oh, jeez. Both of them look very, very fierce. Very sus. This isn't going well. Very sus indeed. But she would have shot at me already if they wanted to hurt me, surely. Maybe. Is the mob for them, maybe? Mmm, questions, questions, questions. I'm just going to ask you, what do you do? Because they're about to, like, come to you. Do you stand your ground and wait for them? Do you attempt to attack them? Or do you close the door? Oh my god, this is like Game of Thrones. It's like he stood there and the horses are charging towards him. Sure, Matt. Except instead of horses, it's two people. So there's stand my ground, attack, or... Can I just go back inside and pretend nothing ever happened? You could if you wanted to. You could close close the door. Nope. Is that what you do? There's nothing like home. There's nothing like home. But it's not in his nature to just attack two randomers, and considering he's, like, he's a foreigner to these lands, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what else to do apart from stand my ground at the moment just to try and figure out what they're doing or maybe call out to them, maybe. What do you call out? I mean, there's no one that speaks Dragonic around, hardly. So there's no point in speaking Dragonic to them. That's that's the real issue. Where the fuck did that come from? What? (laughs) I'll just speak Dragonic. That'll resolve the issue. I don't know. Matt, there's a fucking moor behind them and that you'll wonder about me speaking some ancient tongue. (laughs) I'm thinking this, right? They're charging at you, right? I reckon... You get one of those motherfuckers, you trip him up. Oh, I know better. You lie on all your all fours and then make, wait for one of them to push the other one over you. There you go. You see, when you're, tell, when you're telling that, all I can picture is a little Harriet on my shoulder saying, Fuck him up, mate! Go on, fucking do it! <laughs> Go on, Red, please! <laughs> fuck him up! I like the logic that Gorlea wouldn't 
and immediately want to attack them. Yeah. Friendly boy. Did you want to yell out? Yeah, to possibly. Oh, shit. Are they going to hear me, though? Because there's a mob behind they're, them. They're close enough at this point that they're going to hear you. Aren't they charging for you? They are charging for you, yes. So surely they'd see you. They see me, but are they charging oh, specifically for me? They're running towards me, you tell me that. They're running towards you. Okay, fine. Oh, shit. If you come any closer, I'll be forced to use action against you, too. Golia, you menace. What? Oh, what is the meaning of this? He's probably saying like a like in general because he's like, like what the fuck is going on, Grizzy? Oh, Wait, what? There's a, there's a tower in the channel. It seems like you don't understand. We're here to make sure you don't die. What? Stopping in front of you is. Stopping in front of you is Finison Portsweller. I beg your fucking pardon. Dowitz character. Sorry? What's his name? <laughs> Finison Portsweller. Of course. I'm going to need a few minutes to comprehend that. Hello. Finison. Finison Portwello. <laughs> Rapidly coming behind him is the tiefling woman who says, Finison, what the fuck are you doing? Get in there and get in there, close the door, barricade it. Look, we've got we've got a job to do. They're here, we're here, we've all got a purpose. As I'm like trying to make like a small barricade to block the door. Very calmly. <laughs> Finison is totally in control of the situation. <laughs> what the fuck? Is it he or she? It's it's a he. He's got like a man bun on the back of his. Uh... Oh, for fuck's oh, sake! He's one of them, is he? Guy. He's kind of short. Fucking um, man bun. But he's got very active eyes. He's very. He's got experienced eyes for a young face. He's got sweatbands on them. <laughs> Guys, let me just explain because I I feel like podcast listeners haven't. This is our friend Dowid who's going to be joining us, and this is the new character Finison who he's going to be playing. Wait, is it? Is it? Oh, jeez. Can we undo? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> this is our new boy. Anyway, um, let's carry on the scene. Wait, um, just, just to clarify, is he now a permanent member of our party? Is that the is that the gist? Maybe. Yes, right. That was the gist. He's just he's just shown up. So I, I thought you just you were coming in as a one-off character. I didn't realize you were going to be our boy. This is how we've 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 been planning to introduce Darren's character for ages. Just have him pop in in the middle of a session. I've been sitting for about. 40 minutes and I've narrated every single bit of it <laughs> wait if you actually have fun editing this Chrissy oh <laughs> what Finison was thinking about Finison's thoughts what Finison was thinking about <laughs> what Finison was thinking about here I am sitting Waiting for Chrissy to give me the cue. I've been sitting here for about 40 minutes. Kind of nervous. Kind of apathetic. Waiting. Just waiting. For that one moment. Where. He can finally. Stand. On his own. I'm excited. I am. Anticipating the darkness, the lightness, the shadows of many things. Wait, ooh, maybe Chrissy is typing. Is this the time? I'm going to essentially be talking about Dawid as if he's an NPC to start with now. You're not going to know a lot about the inner workings of Dawid's head. Okay. Yeah. But Dawid, you know you know the name of this person, right? The, the truth name? I, I do. It is in our messages of many things. Do you want to say it in character so I don't have to keep referring to her as the trafling? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn to her and be like, Lahani, 
relax. We've got them here. That's a lasagna, isn't it? <laughs> it's meant to be pronounced Lani, but... <laughs> We've got this. Gaulia just fucking looks confused. Fucking what? I was going to say, Gaulia's just stood there with just expression on his face. He's rubbing his eyes. I pick my jaw up from the fucking floor for five seconds. And it goes over both hands on the shoulder of these two individuals. You mind telling me what the... What's going on here? Who the hell are you? What's going on? I'm I'm gonna step back to avoid it. <laughs> the image in my head is that like Gawley has like his hands on his hips, like oh. it's on their shoulders, but okay, you know. <laughs> okay. But yeah, my image that was that he's now threatening them. Just what's going on? Uh, Lam- Lamfrey turns to you with kind of fire in her eyes and says, "Okay, whatever. Just go wake your friends, okay? Harriet and Bryn. We're gonna need to get started. You're all in great danger." How do you know their names? <laughs> we know a lot more about you than you'd like to know. Finnison, stop being a fuck creep okay we know about digby oh, this is a very Sorry. self-aware universe Oi. we we know about digby we know about the conflicts outside the trinkets of trident we we know who you are harriet Bryn, gorlier we know that Bryn has a strange box and we know what's in that box and we know why all this is happening to you and we want to help you but first first you have to cooperate with us uh, so go wake your friends he does tell me a lot about his strange box I still don't know why we don't just kill them and just take the box for ourselves. All right, now you're you're going the right way for a smack in the bottom there, sir. <laughs> and we look him dead in the eye and say, "Try it." Gordon flicks his tongue, spark rolls out of his mouth, drops on the floor. What, like dramatically or just like physically? Well, out? you know, you can fucking in. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> you always ruined my part. <laughs> I didn't know if you were trying to be dramatic or silly. I'm sorry, I didn't understand. Shall I wear a mask next time? It would be better. Fucking... Are you still wearing the gimp mask, Ollie? <laughs> I'm still wearing the gimp mask! <laughs> so the flame just bounces around inside. <laughs> the ball in the front of the face mask is <laughs> Okay, Lani grabs Finn and tugs him towards her and goes, What? We did these people to trust us, okay? We're not just going to... I don't trust them. They're already willing to attack strangers. Do you really think that they're okay, you... the right kind of people? Okay, just hold on a second now. I did not know you two just now, and I did not attack you as you ran towards Look, me. it's okay. This is like his third mission. He's just a kind of edgy kid, okay? I trust you. No, I want you to... But your friend needs to step in line. Okay. Finn? Just... Go do something and she kind of lets you go and kind of shoves you a little bit uh you know this room that we're in how how dark is it it's very well lit i'm i'm gonna turn off all the lights and close all the curtains and try and make it so that nobody can see inside of this room okay that's actually pretty good yeah do that i mean gaulier first i want you to go yep yep okay okay gordon turns around goes to wake and Harriet. Do you, do you want to play that out or do you want to just have them show up here? No, I want to go and wake him up, to be honest. <laughs> okay, go do it then. Might as well go to Harriet's room first. So he's, he's going to uh, sheepishly knock on the... No, he's not. He's just going to... He goes through that door. He's going to push his through the door. <laughs> wake up, mask man. We really are needed. I awake and slam my sickle towards you, shaking, having just woken from a... Whoa! It's me, friend. You and Finn are gonna get on, aren't you? Go on here. <laughs> I reflex. I love a bowl of water at your feet. I know it's bad luck to wake someone. It's me, Gawley. I need your help. What's happening? <laughs> the strange people outside. I'll explain more later. The best. Just get, just get up. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Wait here. Wait here. I'm gonna go get Bryn and then run back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait here, I've got a comedy bit to do with Bryn first. <laughs> Give me one sec. Wait, is Bryn in the next room? Yeah, I guess you're sure. I'm going to walk through the wall into Bryn's room. 
<laughs> yeah. So, sorry, so, hold on. Your... There's a picture on Bryn's uh, bedroom wall and it's got a picture of a lady, a portrait, and it's all his face goes into the portrait. I thought you literally meant like you put your hand and opened the wall as if it was a door. No. <laughs> he, he just slides through like Homer Simpson into a bush. No, I figured he was just like headbutting his way through a wall. No, I imagine that Gaulier just very casually walks through the wall like it's paper. Not even register the fact there's a wall there. <laughs> Brian, I'm sorry. Wake up! Brin stirs, looks around. That didn't wake you! No, Brin stirs, he like looks around like, oh, nothing's wrong. Then suddenly wakes up and goes, what? <laughs> like a dragon that's just walked through his wall. I'm sorry to wake you too, but I need your help. There's two strange people out there, they're dressed in purple, and I don't like purple, and it's really scary, come on. School is least favourite colour. Brin wear purple. <laughs> Brin does wear purple, I think. At least they... I mean, it looks good on you, but on them it just looks fucking weird. Come on. Ah, uh, that happens a lot, mate. You need a certain bill to pull off the purple. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I'm also sorry about the war, you know, adrenaline rush and all that, but come on, I need your help. <laughs> totally judgmental here. You've been in dick so far, Finn. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what you mean. Like, that's... Are you oh, okay. all, uh, you've all gathered back out now? Oh. Um, Callum's laptop is frozen. My golly gosh. If it makes any consolation, I can, like, replace Callum. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hello. My name is Phyllisen Portwello, and I would like to be your friend. No, you're Bryn now. Oh, hello, hello. No, you're not. Oh, Gabbins. Get out of Bryn. What happens? Get out of it. Gaulier leads them all back into the reception and you meet you meet with Lani. Um and Lani kind of turns to you and, and now kind of outside you can see this approaching mob of townspeople. <laughs> and um so she says the same stuff that she said to Gaulier. She says, We know about Digby, we know about the trinkets of Trident, we know your names, we and and she kind of looks to Bryn very directly and she says, We know you have that box. We know what's in the box. You haven't opened it, have you? No, no, no. Well, who would suggest such a thing? Uh-uh. Okay, okay, good. Look, the people in the town have been taken under their spell. It, it must be using a lot of their resources, but it won't last long enough. It, but, but it'll last long enough for them to be able to swamp us. I can get us out of here, but you need to buy me some time. Roughly 50 minutes? It won't be easy, but I, I, I think we can do it. Behind her, I am mimicking what she's saying, but with loud, larger gestures. <clears throat> when she's saying, oh, we'll take you somewhere, I'm like pointing at them each individually and then like using my two fingers to be like, walk, spell. Essentially, I have kind of devised a method of, um, it's not really combat, it's more barricading this hotel to survive kind of a certain number of waves of these kind of hypnotized zombie people. A siege is what you've made, basically. A tiny, tiny siege. I've made, I've made a tiny hotel siege. Well, you can't kill anyone because they're all innocent people. Nice. Chrissy, I've got a surprise for you. What is it? After this recording, I'm going to send you my audio. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> da, 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 da. Dawid, you're already... Dawid, you can be the new Callum. Oh, all right, teacher's pet. Fucking hell. Fucking brown nose and looking at Jesus. Stabbing Chrissy written out my campaign. Can we undo having Dawid in? Is that a thing we can do? <laughs> it's too late. We've ruined the podcast. All right, then. 
Alright, are we stopping recording now? <laughs> Whoa, it's me, your dungeon queen, Chrissy, and we're not uh, like halfway through because it's an extra long one, but I felt like this was the best time to like cut cut it trust me so hi um we'll be going back to the podcast in just a second first i want to thank you for listening to this one and 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 all of it and i love you and you're great secondly i'm going to do the advertisements here we go if you're enjoying this please rate us on itunes follow us on itunes uh you can also follow us on our facebook page facebook.com slash travelers of the unknown travelers with two l's um you can follow us on twitter at T-O-T-U cast that's Totocast Travelers of the Unknown cast at T-O-T-U cast all one word on Twitter follow us there we also have links to our Discord server all over our Twitter and Facebook pages, so if you want to join that, we do a lot of fan interaction and, and things like that, and we, we want to build a really interactive community over this, especially as, as we start moving into different campaigns. When I say this is the finale, by the way, I do not mean this is the end of this story, it just means it's the end of this chapter, and we'll be moving over to the first chapter of a different DMs game in the net. You'll, you'll see how it works. Um, I don't, I think, um, I think that's it. Thank, uh, yeah, okay, back, back to the episode. <laughs> what happened just then? I think I sort of zoned out. Cheers, love. The cavalry's here. here. Guess what? Fuck you up. I'm a lesbian now, lol. That was me two years ago. I, I want to point out. Right, how often it is that James says stupid shit and how often it routinely makes me laugh. It's <laughs> it's I'm I'm disappointed in myself, I'll be honest. Right. Start I'm disappointed in you too. Um Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys okay. are coming downstairs and you see Lani and Finison. Uh Lani, I'll remind you, is a, a tiefling. She's kind of a half demon. She's got a large crossbow with her. And Finison is a human with um Basically nothing on him. Basically nothing on him. And that is that is who you see. Oh, and Finison's turned all the lights off to hide your position. And, and covered the windows and doorways. Very ominous. And um, if I remember correctly, the chick sent Dawid off into the corner. Oh yeah, Dawid's in the corner having time out. Yeah. For being naughty. For being a naughty boy. I guess I'll address. I guess I guess Lani will address you first. Um, right there you are. Um, I need everyone to come and like listen to me real quick um you're probably a bit confused about what's going on and i'm i i honestly i have all the answers for you but we do not have time for that right now Bryn kind of bleary eyed a bit wrapped in his bed sheets because of course he sleeps naked um <laughs> of course kind of shrugs and just kind of ambles over i'm i'm just annoyed that i haven't had a good night's sleep yet <laughs> happens every time every ready time i get woken up by nonsense outside is an army of zombified city folk by which i mean they have been brainwashed and they would like to kill you very much so what we're doing is we're gonna survive that okay i appreciate your decisiveness um i have a thing that's gonna get us out of here and it'll be charged in like 50 minutes if, if we can just i elbow gorlier in their side and, and wink Wait, what if we can just hold them <laughs> off for about 50 minutes, we'll be good, okay? Oh, I've got this. Right. <clears throat> That's what I want you to do. But don't kill any of them because they're just people. That's the main thing. I've, I've 
been, we've been watching you and we see that your solution a lot of the time is to burn the place to the ground and I understand that two of you have firepower so it seems a very reasonable thing and maybe somebody should stop putting you in situations with wooden floors but s certainly this is not an option here because we don't want to kill any of these people no. okay let me stop you there. That's their solution. And it was only once. Twice. Oh, yeah, twice. And there was the boat. Oh, yeah. With the Harriet burnt that boat. In my defence, I try not to make a habit of hurting people. Oh, you're doing a pretty fucking bad job of that, aren't you? I warn you. We've only killed when it's been absolutely necessary. If you say so. <laughs> to be honest, I'm just kind of glad at how calmly you guys are taking this whole thing. <laughs> I'm just taking this shit as it rolls at the moment. All right. Maybe this is just one long nightmare. I don't really know. It seems that way. So basically, how this is going to work is um, I'm going to go around each of you and you're each going to have an action that you can do. The action um, can only take a maximum of five minutes. You can do multiple things, but it has to be in the span of five minutes, like feasibly. Okay. As, as obviously, if you do something that takes ten minutes, you can take two turns to do it, for example. And at the end of every set of turns, the horde will make some kind of advance upon you. Oh shit! Lovely. So basically, it's like it's a bit like one of those tower defense games where you like build up your defenses and then the waves come and then you get to reload. Yeah, it's them. a bit like that. It's a bit like that. Okay. Yeah. So what is happening first? Are we rolling initiative or? There is no initiative because the order of these things they're all kind of going to happen simultaneously I suppose it's just first come first serve I suppose because okay. Dawid the thing you did about turning off all the lights and and, and uh, what, what specifically did you do because I'm going to say you had a, you had that was one of your things you had about five minutes of that and that time I was doing that while they were upstairs to be fair yeah though. and that's what you would you got bonus one for acting on that so what did you do I blocked out all the windows so that no one could see into us but it, like with gaps enough that we can see out don't they uh, uh, don't they know we're in here already yeah but they don't want to see what we're doing oh, in okay. case we like yeah okay that's pretty good um, I also put uh, like a sofa in front of the door you moved very quickly but uh, let's say all that's possible I can fine. do it with magic it's fine because magic good okay first thing that needs to happen Dawid do you have physical dice I do this might be easier if you do uh, can you roll 2d6s we have got a five and a three, so eight. Okay, so how this works is if you got a five to a two, it's a failure. If you got a nine to a six, it's a mixed success. And if you got a 12 to a 10, it's a very good success. So you got a an eight. So it's a mixed success, which means that um, they will still be able to discern kind of slightly what we're doing. And the sofa isn't that heavy, so it's not going to provide that much... Uh, pushback. Got it. Okay. Uh, who wants to go next? It depends. We how what what sort of form we taking? We're gonna fortify the fortify the room. We guess what we're gonna do. Well, I can tell you any any information you want to know about the place. Just ask. And I think how we're gonna do this is, if you have an idea that would involve a certain item that you think would be in a hotel um, or in an inn, ask me if it's there, and we'll I'll say if it's there or not because I obviously I can't plan for every eventuality. Um, okay. What I what I can tell you is that. At the moment, you're in a main room, you're in the reception, there's a main desk, and you can see the kitchen behind it. You know that there's also a dining area back there. Um, each of your rooms had a simple bed and a lantern and a bedside cabinet, and that's about it. Uh, in this reception, there are cabinets and drawers, and behind the desk is a door that leads to the kitchen. I think we should probably board up the windows, use melee weapons when they come through, and then get enough points to unlock the random box. I think that'll do very well for us. <laughs> Whose giggle was that? Was that Callum's? Me. Callum's giggle. Me. I like that. Thanks, Cal. 
You see, the great part is I haven't even ever played Nazi zombies in my life. So. I know, so that joke was fresh Oh for you. my yeah. god, you've um, never played Nazi zombies? No, David already boarded up the windows though, guys, so come right, on. Right, I'm going to grab some, uh, I need to grab some of the wardrobes, board them up against the doors, because they are going to come in thick and fast. So let's grab some okay, wardrobes. Okay, so you grab the wardrobes from upstairs. Yes. He's a dragon man, you can manage it. I'm bringing up, yeah, in five minutes you could do that. Yeah, okay, I'll, uh, I'll just lob them down the stairs, yeah. Alright, uh, that was an eight. So you got a mixed success. You're good. Descriptive. <laughs> you did a wardrobe. Nice. Next. Um, would it be bad if Bryn used his turn to put some clothes on? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's Purely fair. for protection, protection does he, purposes. Does he have obviously. to roll for that? Roll for dressing. You don't have to roll for that. You can go do No, that. he did all right. He did all right. It's a nine. It's a... It's a, like a mild success. It's so, a pretty high success. So like a, 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 couple of, a couple of buttons are askew, but apart from that, he's all, he's all good. Good clothes doing. I'm going to simplify this a bit. Go on. And say that if it's a complicated task, then we do the two D6s. But if it's a simple task, like the wardrobe one... Then we do one d6. Okay. And we just have it either be successful or failure. Uh, I so. don't know if this would count. Right. I guess it would count as Jin's move, but I'd like to send Jin out invisible to uh, to scout and report back for us, because uh, so we can keep an eye on them. Okay. Jin's gone out. He'll he'll come back next round. Uh, now, what do you want to do? Um, I'm gonna try. Actually, okay. How can I do this? I want to smash up some tables and shit. And lay the, the the shrapnel and stuff in the window. Dawid, uh, haven't you already frame. boarded up? But with them? slight gaps that we can see. And you said that oh, I've not right. done them to such an extent that they can't see us. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's got to be some space for shrapnel. I assumed uh, oh, we hadn't okay. done the windows upstairs because we would have heard that. So just we stuff that would stuff that would hurt their arms. You mean? Yeah, basically, like it's like putting tar in the window so they would like if they climb up onto the sill, it'll it'll, it'll dig into their fingers and they'll fall back over. Is that on the upstairs windows? Oh, that's what I'm thinking because the downstairs ones are boarded. Okay, so what floor do you do? Do you do the first floor? Uh, sure, do the first. Okay, you you do that to all the windows on the first floor. I'm going to say that's a simple one. So, do you have a D six or should I? I'll just keep doing it. It's quicker. I've got one. It's in the other room, but just uh, I've got a D six on me if you want. Okay, you do it. Uh, five. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Good success. That's uh, you've done a bang up job well there. All right. Um, awesome. Oh, I, I think this is starting to get faster now, so that's good. And Dawei, do you have another go? Uh, I am going to poke my eye through a little gap in the uh, like window, whatever I can, or any gap which lets me see into them. And I'm for the five minutes. What's five times sixty? Three hundred. So I can cast the message spell 30 times. I'm going to whisper 30 times using the cantrip message sweet nothingnesses to the enemy, telling them that the their people are to the left of them and try and convince them to go a different way. Holy shit. Okay, what do you have to roll for that? Someone's played before. Uh, mes- message simply is uh, a targeted spell on someone that I can see within 120 feet. Uh, and they can choose to believe me or not, so I believe I'll have to like roll a persuasion check or something to see if they believe me. No, I mean, me. but wouldn't they have to do a, a saving throw? 300 times. The target only hears the message and can reply in a whisper that only I can hear. You can cast the spell through solid objects if you're familiar with the target. Uh, oh, so you've just basically, it's not like mind control, you've just said this to them. I'm just telling them things. I'm being like, hey, they're that way. And I'm like, left, go on. Okay, they, one of them whispers back to you, that's, no, we don't believe you. And I've, 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 spent, <laughs> I've spent five minutes doing it, because I can do it every six seconds. So I'm basically every six seconds selling it to a different person and being like, hey, left, they're going left. I'll tell you what, roll, roll, two, roll two D6s. All right, cool. 
Uh, we have got a three and a one. <laughs> okay, that's a four. Um, none of them, none of them, none of them believe you. <laughs> well, it was fun trying. That was kind of a cool ability. It to was do. actually that was creative. Like, <laughs> they're all much closer now. A couple of them have reached the door and they're banging on it because of the wardrobe is there and the the sofas there. They're not getting in just yet. So and um, power. some of them are kind of clawing at the windows, but they can't get in. There are a few hands coming in through the windows. And we're going to go back to Gaulier. What are you doing now? Oh, jeez. This whole time, Lani is basically just bundled up in a corner working on a small kind of object that you can't really discern at the moment. Um, but it's in a bag. She's just got her hands in a bag, like, kind of working with this thing, which is why Lani isn't taking any turns. So so what are you doing, Gaulier? Are there any metal locks on the doors or any, like, bolts on the doors? Um, It would have already been bolted. Um, I was going to try and smelt them together to reinforce even more, but that might weaken it. Is there a... There's not a third floor. There's only a second floor, right? There is a third floor, but it's... um. You haven't been up there. Do you want to go up there? Do you want to try going up there? Yeah, go for it. Um, the door would be locked, but I'm pretty sure Gorlio could break it down, to be honest. Huh. Um, actually, I'm just going to reveal the whole the whole map to you guys. Um, For those listening, I've drawn a little map that tells them on the first floor. On the first and the second floor, they both have about eight rooms with desks and wardrobes and... Uh, lanterns and beds on the second floor however every room has a bathroom but on the first floor the lower class one there's only one bathroom for them to all share um the leisure floor is the third floor which features pool tables card games puppet shows for the kids stuff like that all closed down at the moment and then there's just stairs leading up to the roof which contains a whole lot of roof whole load of roof and some chimneys good lord i'll grab one of those pool tables oh wait can someone put queen on No, the the, the <laughs> no, 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 I can't. The jukebox bard is is no longer in service. Motherfucker, he's, uh, he's off. He's off at the moment. <laughs> it's a Sunday, isn't it? Oh, they don't work Sundays, do they? It's union. <sighs> union. Ah, oh, fuck it. You could always get one of those private ones. Off the grid. Gullia, what are you doing? Well, on Sunday, God rested and so shall I. No, I'll take the uh, pool table. <laughs> and um, these people that. are after us, are they? You said they were zombified. They're under a mind control spell, essentially. How good are they going to be at climbing? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. unless they're thief archetype brokes. Is this like Resident Evil Four? That's no, they're not actually zombies. They're like just people being told what to do by some kind of spell, like they're puppets. Yeah, so how good are they going to be at climbing? Maybe as good as they want. Right, question. In the kitchen, is there any flammable mixtures? Are there any flammable mixtures? No one's even been in the kitchen yet. You go into the kitchen. Right, get me to the kitchen. Okay, you, so, you, so, you, so you haven't gone up to the to the foot floor. You've gone into the kitchen. Get instead. back in that kitchen, yeah, James. I fell through the floor again. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Landed in the kitchen. Okay, so in all those five minutes, he ran upstairs, broke down the door to the, the leisure room, saw there was nothing good, and came back down to the kitchen. Broke the door to the kitchen. Okay. Okay, the kitchen's full <laughs> of your usual equipment, pots, pans, knives, forks, meat, swabbing things tenderizing hammers things like that there's an oven fucking what are, you, what are you looking for particularly in the kitchen that you want something oh shit uh, something to um, some flammable a bit more ambitious than that James <laughs> um, something flammable that I can maybe as a deterrent you said well that would try to communicate with them right yeah he did so they're under uh, some sort of spell, right? They can still be affected by, like, uh, intimidation and stuff like that, right? Uh, you don't know. Oh, okay, right. Um, I was gonna, um, if I could get outside briefly, draw, make, like, a, um, a line of fire or something like that to try and stop, you know, put something on the ground to, you know, 
Okay. Try to stop them from... That sounds good. That's um well of... we have one defense strategy. <laughs> we have one strategy full stop. The, if it's a kitchen, are there gonna be any spirits? Mm. Anything like that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, is there any like um yeah, cooking? So spirits? we can get shit faced before we die. <laughs> Ooh spirits. Okay, I'll tell you what. Um I'm gonna roll a D six and we'll see if there's spirits. There are definitely logs to burn for the for the fire, for the cooking of the stove, but if there's spirits or not we'll see. Uh, that's a four. There are spirits. I'm getting a Susan. Is that a Susan in the room? Susan, are you there? Oh, that's not good at all. Fucking <laughs> Matt, you are the worst today. What the fuck? Can I burn Matt instead? <laughs> I'll make my fire-resistant fire boats. Yep. Right, okay. Whims aside. Let's. What sort of spirits are we talking? Uh, like, flammable um... ones. <laughs> right, okay. Fantasy cool. ones that are flammable. Fuck me. Um... <laughs> Well, I'm going to grab as many spirits as I can. But James, is that your go down? Yeah, we're going to pour them, you know, pour them in front of the doors, in front of the windows, stop them. How are you doing that? Are you going outside or are you... Well, out the window, yeah, with the hands and I briefly go outside. Well, you can't go outside because the door's barred James, and... James, why don't you go upstairs and leave out one of those windows? Um, Check your yeah. fucking Discord every now and then you come. I know, that's why I said with the windows, little brin on my shoulder was like, yo. Fuck it. That's what you've done, and I'm going to say your turn's over because this is taking too long. Cool. Okay, brin is going to search the kitchen for anything that could be used as heavy weapons. Dun, dun, you found dun, dun, hammers dun. for tenderizing meat, you found knives, you found all sorts of shit. Is there anything particular you want to take? Um, just anything that could be used to hold the Mac but not kill <laughs> I get, okay, I guess you take uh, hammers then. Hammers Some of the meat stuff, tenderizing yeah. hammers or whatever. Okay. Isn't it the uh, the enemy's turn? Because that's all all of us have gone now. No, you haven't gone, Matt. I have. I laid all the shot. No, you had your first go, your second go. Oh, I see. Can I... Uh, I want to do something then. I have a spell called uh, uh, Thumaturgy, I think is how it's pronounced. Mm -hmm. It allows me to cast certain uh, spells uh, of up to a minute, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, one of which is called Harmless Tremors. Uh, which I'm guessing will shake the earth, knock everyone off balance, and maybe disrupt them from attacking the house. Uh, if only briefly. Okay. Can you um, do that for the five minutes? Nah. Because, like, uh, after the minute, you should be able... Because it's a cantrip, you could just keep casting it. Oh, yeah. You can just repeatedly do that, I suppose. All right. I will roll two d6s. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Hold on. I shout. All right. That's an eight. Great. Um. So it's a fairly high mixed success. You make a couple of them stumble. Some of the ones who were at the windows kind of stumble back a bit. Gives Gaulier enough time to pour his liquor onto the onto the floor, not on top of them. Yeah, sweet. Um, so yeah, that was pretty alright. That was pretty effective. Um, you slowed them down a bit. And finally, Dowd's go. Are there any still poking their hands through? Yeah, there are a couple. <laughs> I'm going to light them on fire. What the... Oh, All right. You don't you, need to hurt you lot, them. You lot, you lot told us not to set things on fire. What are you doing? No, no, not in a way that will kill them. Just make it the very... <laughs> Just burn their limbs off. very unpleasant for them to keep their hands in Is there. it meant to be like drawing your hand to a flame where you literally flamethrowing their hands? But, but, you don't know if they're going to... Uh, well, I can hold the fire, so I'm going to walk up to them and then just put it underneath their hand and then wait till they wait till they reel back in pain. <laughs> like surely, a tickle. You don't, surely you okay. don't know if that's going to. And because um, every spell is six seconds, I'm going to do it thirty times. Jesus Christ! To thirty hands. But yeah, surely you don't know if that's actually going to affect them or not. They might because they're so. No, I don't. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna. I'll try it for the You're first minute. See what happens. They, um. <laughs> 
tell you what. And then make your decision Roll from there. Roll 2d6. Right. Depending on what they do, I'm only doing this for the first minute first to see what happens, and then I will react based upon. Uh, this is a seven. That's a seven? Yeah. We're all gonna die. One of them seems distressed and pulls their arm back, but the others are kind of, they're just bearing the pain. They're unaffected. Guys, can we go to the second level? Uh, <laughs> I would think, is there anything on the upper floor? Like, uh, can we maybe push beds down the stairs to once they break? Because I want to think we want to hold them on this floor as long as we can. Mm-hmm. And then once... Well, you can do that Well, you can do that on your next go. Well, I've got four minutes left, so I'm going to fucking leg it upstairs and find heavy things. Oh, you fucking coward. <laughs> I'm finding heavy things. Oh, okay. So I thought you were retreating. All right. <laughs> um... You want to try and push your bed down the stairs? Um, I'm not strong enough. So what I will do <laughs> is... Uh... <laughs> you run into the room with Gaulier pouring liquor out the window and go, hey, Gaulier. Hang on, I'm going to just cast message and try and tell everyone, uh, heavy things in this room, that room, this room, so it makes it quicker for them to find the find the good heavy stuff, giving them like an advantage rather than me doing it. Okay, no, that's good. Um, now it's the the monsters go or the 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 townsfolks, um, the the people the people. Um, that's a five, so that's a failure. Um, they weren't able to get past your defenses yet. However, on the first floor, I'm gonna say, w- w- did you go into your own room to pour stuff out the window, Gorlo? Uh, yeah. Out of two of the other rooms, the doors slam open, and there are two of these uh, hypnotized individuals in the building with you. Oh, there are. And one of them immediately goes for Finison and tries to oh, grab him around the throat. Um, Can I just uh, interject and ask, the person who's summoning the portal for us to escape, where are they in this building? They are downstairs currently behind the counter. Oh shit, okay. Aren't all of... I think Bryn is the only one still downstairs. Bryn's in the kitchen. I'm, I'm still downstairs. Oh no, I run upstairs to do the shrapnel thing now. Yeah, you're all upstairs. Bryn's in the kitchen. She's downstairs as well. Um, and uh, these people in these rooms, th- one of them uh, tries to choke Finison. I'm going to need you to roll a dexterity saving for Oh, no. Leave me alone. Uh, dex save. Uh, six. <laughs> six. Um... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, my face. Oh, no. Roll a d6 again? I got a five. <laughs> uh, five damage. Oh, no. <laughs> Taken to you under, under the strain of these guys. Um... And you can also hear noises coming from the second floor, assuming there were some people up. Basically, there were guests in this in this hotel, and they've all come back now. Oh fuck! They've all kind of made their finally broken their way out of their room. We should check that. That's yeah. We're, we're stupid for not checking that. Okay. Um. Now we're back to James. Dun, 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 dun. You've finished pouring this liquor outside, making the preparations. You Dawid is next to you getting choked out. Oh no, Dawid's getting choked out. What to do? Oh no. Not Dawid finishing <laughs> even. Oh no, whatever's going to happen. We'll probably separate them both and probably restrain the fucking deranged. What, like two naughty kids? Like hold them up when yeah. you can. Like, oi, oi, what's Stop. going on? Come on. Okay. Yeah. And put one in the full Nelson. <laughs> Not me. Roll of strength. Okay, so Gaulier got nine. He got four, so Gaulier succeeds. Yeah. So yeah, you've you've restrained him. Is there anything else you want to do with him? Check if there's any other, because I can probably restrain him with one. There's one other on the floor with you who hasn't done anything or yet. Or can I grab the pair of them and like, hold them together? <laughs> hold them like, uh, both up in the air. <laughs> Knock them together like coconuts. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, okay, now roll strength then. <laughs> uh, that is a 20, you knock them both Their out. Their skulls fucking shatter. Splat. No, they're not, you haven't killed them, I'm assuming you weren't trying to kill them. 
Yeah, shit, it's all totally. <laughs> <laughs> Did you kill him? You can kill him if you want. No, I don't want to kill him. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. You've 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 picked them up and whacked their heads together, and they're both they're both passed out now. Matt's go. Uh, okay. Oh no, uh, Brins go. Sorry, fuck. That's okay. Brin is going to on the way to do what he's about to do. He's going to drop off all the hammers and crap he found in the main room. And then he's going to run up to the... He's going to run up to the third floor and see if there's a way to get onto the roof. Yeah, you find a way to get onto the roof. There is a ladder. Now, they've already shown that they can climb pretty well. But maybe we could get onto the roof later. Yeah, but I'm wondering, is it, like, risk-reward? Either they're going to pincer us or we're going to get to escape. Good point. Um... What was up on the third floor? It's just the leisure floor, you know, like the, the bar and stuff like that. Is there that. any other kind of furniture in there? Uh, some sofas and tables, there's bar yeah. stools. Bryn is going to push a sofa up to the ladder and then try his best to, like, tip it on end so that it's kind of blocking the way a bit. Okay, roll two, roll 1d6. Ah, oh. uh, huge success. Yes. Totally blocks the ladder and it's very um, secure. Yeah, and he does it one-handed. <laughs> Uh, Matt's go. Uh, do you say there's still people upstairs, or do we go? We, you deal with all of them. There were some on the second floor. I'm assuming I kind of forgot about them, but I'm assuming Bryn snuck past them. There's about four of them on the second floor. What about on the bottom floor? What's going uh, on? On the bottom floor, they still haven't broken in that yet, and it's just Lani there. It's just Lani. Okay, I'm gonna go back down with Lani because you know she is like ticket out of here. I'm gonna try and defend her a little bit. Uh, you find all the mallets that Bryn dropped on the floor. Sweet. Has Jin come back yet? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, Jin comes back. What's he got to tell me? You, you kind of bonk heads a bit. <laughs> Headbutt. And here's the thing: you're gonna have to work with Jin here because you can't speak Jin's language, and Jin can only communicate. You know, didn't think this through. Eh? How he can? You're gonna have to ask him some questions that he can respond okay. to. Uh, how many of them out there? Jin kind of looks at you in a way that says a lot. Okay. <laughs> that's not really. That's not really. The, he gives you a worried look. I didn't. I didn't. I thought it'd be clever, but I didn't ask. Do you think you could lure them away? Would they pay any attention to you? They shake their head. I'm. I'm gonna do whatever it is I do that kind of dismisses Jin back to <laughs> not being in danger. <laughs> I've never really agreed on exactly how that works, but you know. He's just always with you. He's on your shoulder. Lani, we may want to go upstairs. I think they might break through so. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just, uh, hold on. And she, she picks up her bag and kind of, I guess that's it. She rushes goes upstairs. Did you pick up the mallets? Uh, yeah, I'll grab it on the way up. She gets up. She sees there's two of them in the room. She, you guys didn't check the rooms? We were a little bit occupied. Oh, well, you took care of them at least. Um, how many of them are on the second floor? I nod at Gaulia and then I look at him and go, second floor? I mean, there's some on the second floor, right? Oh, shit. I'm going to run up onto the second floor with my scythe, well, my sickle drawn. I think this will be the last thing you do on your turn. Okay. You see um, four of them, and uh, they're actually all... Somewhat, some of them are heading up to Bryn because they're following, they were following him. Yeah. All of them are kind of disoriented. Like, these ones seem... like It seems like the thrall on these ones is much weaker than the ones outside. I'm going to... All right, swap out my sickle for uh, one of the meat mallets. <laughs> okay. Uh, just because I don't want to cut their fucking heads off. Are you sure? Can I sneak up behind and bash one in the face? The head? The back of the head? Knock one out? Yeah, all right. Clock them. Roll an unarmed attack. Unarmed attack, yeah, I'll do that. And I'll just add, like, two to it. Wabam! Six. Well, shit. But you... Actually, no, I think you have advantage. They didn't see you coming. Oh, sweet. Uh, I'll give you the 12, yeah. But you only did... You only did, like, a little bit of damage to him. Yeah, but, I just want to uh, knock him out. It's just enough him. to, like, stun him a bit. Okay. And he stumbles but now they're they're kind of annoyed they're kind of some of them are focused on you i'm gonna say two of them are going for Bryn, two of them are on you now uh whose turn is it next dowards go i've been saved at this point right you've been saved yeah so i'm gonna look at my savior and say thank you but i could have done that myself uh god you're a prick and the character is too <laughs> hilarious, hilarious. Call snorts. 
and I shout it. Guys, are we going to the roof? Well, that's where the party's happening. I shout back down the stairs. This isn't a fucking party! And then I go upstairs. I look at the people who are in combat, and I'm going to, because I have literally nothing else useful to do, I'm going to cast a level 2 spell of hold person on one of the people, probably not the one which is helping Harry, attacking Harriet. Wow. Uh, so they need to make a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for a minute. Okay, so is that just going to be a d20? Uh, d20 versus my dc. Alright, uh, what's your dc? Uh, 8 plus 3. I don't think it matters because they got a free, so... So yeah, they're paralyzed for a minute. Then I'm going to go up the stairs and have a look at the roof. Wait, was that all you did? Yeah, I'm going to examine what's at the roof. Uh, is there people on the roof? No, there's nothing on the roof. Then I'm going to look no, around you can't and see get if people onto the are climbing roof. up the roof. You can't get onto the roof. Bryn has blocked the roof off. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, I'm going to look at Bryn and be like, we're going up here! Bryn blocked off for anyone coming in, but it's easy enough to pull the sofa back down and get out. Not again. for me! It's a lever and you act in with gravity. I've got enough strength for an asthmatic. No, Dawid, you can pull a fucking sofa down. I'm going to move the sofa and have a look at the top of the roof and be like, is there any people here? Are there people climbing up There's it? no one there, so you're just going to watch him for now? Okay, yeah, just watching. Looking down, Dawid, you see them break through the front door of the building and through the windows and they're starting to come in. A horde of them is now flooding the um, the main lobby area. Okay. You wouldn't be able to react to this uh, on that turn because you would you would have to react to this on your next turn. Um, okay. Basically, you can now see some of them beginning to climb the the sides of the building, Got heading it. for the first floor. Got it. Okay. Can I shout? Roof. We should hold them at each floor as long as we can. Buy ourselves as much time on each as we can. No, come up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to die. <laughs> James is gone. I'm gonna push you down them stairs in a minute, boy. If you don't fucking pull your weight. All right, can we can we just put the fact that I've hold held someone's person without killing them? Yeah, the one that wasn't attacking me. <laughs> yeah, you held. Okay, here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to say happened. Okay, there were a bunch of them. There were two of them coming up to attack Bryn, right? Yeah. One of them currently attacking Matt. Yeah. Yeah. You ran up, froze one of them. Ran away. A minute later, he unfroze and was back on Matt. And you ran up onto the roof, so Bryn's on his own as well. Yeah, you fuck. You're an asshole. Not gonna lie, I don't really care about. You're in the bad books. We're just here for the box right now. We're just here for the box. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure we need Bryn for that. Daddy. In in their previous go, the two that were coming after Bryn got up to Bryn. Uh, 17. Matt, what's your AC? AC with worn armor is 15. Alright, okay, one of them hits you. Ow. And the other one doesn't, so you've only taken one damage. Oh, cool. Uh, Callum, do you want to have a go while James is doing something? Brynn's just going to pull out the dagger, but try and do something non-lethal. That's a 14 with six piercing damage. I'm going to say you've, um, what do you do to debilitate this person? Just slash him at the legs? Yeah, Brynn, in just a real badass move, he, like, goes down on one knee and slashes one of them behind the leg. All right, uh, that one's down. Go what were you gonna do, Gullet? So I was gonna grab one of them, throw him down the stairs, try and break the stairs. Oh shit! With one of the passed out ones. Oh nice. Or one of the active ones, knock him out and throw him down the. You're running up to the second floor and grabbing one of them. Yes, that's what I'm gonna do. So I'll roll, I'll roll a d20 and you roll a strength thing. Ooh, oh no! You actually did better. 
I got a 19 and was like, oh, never mind, but you got a 22. So <laughs> you grab one of them, chuck him down the stairs. He kind of dominoes into a bunch of the other ones. Strike. And he's passed out and you've taken care of one of those boys. That's, that's the game. Plugmaster Harriet to go. Could I please try go for another swing with the mallet? Oh, uh, 22. Fucking Woo! critical. With one punching and because it's a critical, you did two additional damage. Quick, clean swing. You knocked him out. 22. Anything else you want to do now? Is there anyone at the bottom of the stairs now destroyed stairs? They're not destroyed. You've already, he's already thrown one of them down but these are like solid stairs it wasn't enough to break them but it did knock a bunch of the other guys over oh. yeah try and destroy the stairs man try and I, I, I could do that uh, I don't have any bombs or anything on me shit uh, wait, no, how? There's we're on the bar floor, aren't they? The bar, the next floor up bar. Uh, yeah, the the no, the bar floor is the third floor, but you could run up. Okay, I want to run up to the third floor and try and build either a bomb or a molotov. Oh whichever my is gosh! Okay, with. you are constructing a molotov. You are going to spend that turn. Hold on. Pretty sure you had a go at me for throwing fire at them, man. Yeah, I'm burning the stairs, not them. <laughs> I'm just making a harmless Molotov cocktail. No, 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 no. No, Dawid, I think you'll find I've won this one. It's fine. Hey, Dawid's okay to admit you were wrong. Dawid's no. No, Dawid, Matt has one because you're a dick. Dawid. Oh, oh, snap. (laughs) Why am I getting bullied so much? Because Finn is an asshole. Finn, you'll go. But I'm not an asshole. No, you're not, but Finn is. Finn, go. Yeah, we're punishing you for your character's actions. <laughs> uh, who's got the box? Bryn does. I'm going to go and protect Bryn. Aww. So you go downstairs. Uh, Bryn still has one guy on him. Can I push him down the stairs? <laughs> yes, you can. I'm like going to burn his feet so he's jumping up and down and not concentrating on me with the fireballs, and then I'm just going to push him. Okay. Do, do an unarmed attack, then. Yeah, can I have advantage because I'm lighting his feet on fire? <laughs> sure. So, seven! Seven? Okay, Bryn, you watch as Dawid tries and fails pathetically to, to overpower this person. Oh, shit. I had advantage. Hold on. Oh, you had 21. advantage. 21! Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a twist of fate. <laughs> it's a 21. Get in the bin! Okay, you shove him down the stairs. Bryn's going to look very impressed while subtly hinting to Chrissy that Bryn has just realised that he should have two more spells than he does. What? What? No, you're not a sorcerer. Sorcerers deal in different spells than uh, bards. I know, but I'm just talking to Chrissy generally. I've just... Because I figured that I, I thought I should have more spells than I do because I've only got two and I've just read up and I should have four. Really? Level one bard, you know, four first level spells of choice from the bard spell list. Okay, well, if someone else take their turn, I'm going to pick some spells. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we missed that. I I don't know either. I'm very sorry. But guys are continuing to climb up the walls. Um, they're beginning to climb up the stairs. Some of them have reached the windows of the first floor. A couple of them get, get pricked by Matt's shrapnels here, and they fall. I think, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll. Four, four have now gotten onto the first floor. James is on the first floor. Uh, so James, you're now surrounded by four of these guys. All of them are going to attack you. Oh, James. Uh, that's a one. One of them misses. That's a six. That one misses. That's a one. That one misses. And that's an 11. I think it's higher than 11, isn't it, James? James? He's not with us anymore. Hello? All right, all right. We'll go to Matt. Uh, I was creating a bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got to run down. Is there anyone on the stairs currently? Uh, Yes. Are they within kicking distance? Probably. Can I please kick the person off the stairs and then drop this motherfucker lit? Because I don't want to hurt them. Okay, roll 2d6s. That's a four. Hmm. It goes very badly. Not so good. You, you, You slip, drop the Molotov, 
you do set fire to the you set fire to the first floor, but you do indeed set fire to the first floor and damage yourself and Gorlia. Hang on, I wear fire-resistant clothing. Oh, okay. That is how it works. It would just halve the damage. That's you took two damage, and Gorlia took eight. What? <laughs> what did I do? Hang on, what? Hang on, I've just come back to this. You were in the way. You were on the same floor as Matt, and he set fire to the floor. You clumsy fuck. <laughs> it's not my fault. I rolled a two-two. Wait a sec. <laughs> I, I literally, I literally make fire. What the fuck? Yeah, he he would also be fire retardant. He's made of scales. <laughs> All right, then you take four. I am. Yeah, okay. Well, what what color dragon are you? Oh my god. He's, he's like he's like <laughs> he's green, isn't he? But either way, if he's green, he's not resistant to it. We're not playing by the proper rules, Dowd, for fuck's sake. Only the cyan dragons are resistant to no, this. Mate, everyone's asking the questions and I'm answering. Do you know what the F in Finn stands for? It doesn't stand for fun. So you can fuck off. Finn stands for fun. Fun is not near. <laughs> Um, okay, Gulia, it's your go. Um, you've just been set fire to. Cheers, boss man. I thought we weren't allowed to um, burn the building. Well, Matt did anyway. We fucking know. We said we'd burn the stairs to, to break I wanted them. to destroy the stairs, not burn the stairs, because I'm That's pretty the sure. Way... That... Well, I'm not as strong as you. I've got a fuck off battle axe. I can just swing. You told with... me to break the stairs. Help me break the stairs, not fucking burn them. This is in character. That argument was in character. Gulia, you told me to burn the fucking stairs, so I did destroy them. Albeit in a much more arsenic way. Uh, you're but taking... fucking, I tried. Whenever did I say burn the stairs? I would just you burn it myself. You are a big, strong dragon. I hesitate to remind you. Dragon born with big, strong muscles and a giant battle axe. I am a tiny human with only a scythe to my name. This is how I get shit done. So maybe start working at it and then next round I can do it because I'm busy. Why are you emulating my accent, you weird fuck? I'm not. Oh, fuck, I was. <laughs> <laughs> It's infectious. Look, my my back is hurting enough from carrying you guys, so you better... You should have just used your initiative. Mate, you're our tank! You're meant to carry the team! <laughs> what a last game. What do you do, Golia? Golia screams because he's burning to death. Hang on. We, you set the floor on fire on the floor we're on, right? Yeah. I'm grabbing you by the fucking throat and taking you up with me. Fucking hell. <laughs> No, not by the throw. He goes to right. Gorlia goes over as if he's about to, as if he's about to hit you. Lifts you up and says, "Come with me, sir." He's gonna help Harry get to the second floor. Okay, once you're on the second floor, is there anything you do? Tell him to work on his fucking aim when it comes to fire and. I bombs. fell over. Are you gonna spend the entire five minutes arguing? I mean, it'd be quite comical, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Bryn, let's learn about these new spells of yours. I'm just gonna work on the guitar, and Bryn. It's going to start to play a little lullaby. Basically, Bryn has 28 hit points worth of people he can put to sleep. See, now I don't... I haven't given these guys set hit points, The but... average villager has four hit points. So, seven. Yeah, you put seven of them to sleep. I'm just going to say seven villagers in the 20-foot cone on the first floor. Well, they're all burning, so I'm going to say you just hear some thumps and... Um, many of the ones that were climbing the walls have fallen. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And knocked knocked some of the others down as well. Wait, you've killed them? Oh, very. You burnt a bunch. Yeah, no, I burnt the no, stairs. No, you tried to burn the stairs. At least I was a bit more passive than burning them alive. Dowd, you'll go. I'm just going to protect Bryn. 
If anyone attacks Bryn, I'm going to get in the way. No one is attacking Bryn right now. Like, ov- overly bodyguarding, trying to escort the box to the safe house. And also trying to escort my actual compatriot. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Lani. Um, <laughs> Come on, let's go. Let's get to the top. Let's take the box and let's get to the okay. top. Okay. Yeah, Lani's coming up onto the roof with you. I did say don't kill anyone, but I, I, whatever works, Look, I guess. If they kill anyone, it's not on me, right? Because I didn't kill anyone, haven't killed anyone. I'm no, you just ran away. I'm holding you mostly responsible for everything these people do. Fucking sit down for a second. No, I'm busy. Sit down for one I'm second. I'm actually very busy. Like, I have not killed anyone. I am following what I'm told. You tell me to follow what I'm told, and it's the first time ever I'm doing what I am told. Why am I getting responsibility for this? Because you just... Do I even need... Okay, um... Let's go. Okay, the, the fire from downstairs has causing a lot of smoke. Let's just kill more people. We're just starting to smoke out the second floor. Gaulia and Harriet are fine now, because it's just smoke. The beak is on. The villagers, kind of inspired by this, have begun to throw lit torches through any open windows. Some of them actually landing a few torches through the um, the leisure lounge and the on, on the second floor coming near you guys, um, Harriet and, and Gaulia. Those two down, down, downstairs who now definitely cannot get upstairs because of the fire have started climbing the buildings as well and there are many more of them climbing the building um I'm gonna say a few of them are getting up onto the second floor around this time but not many because of Bryn knocking them down with his sleep spell so you're all you're all doing actually fairly well um how long in this pool um it's been 30 minutes there's about 20 minutes left um Gaulia have another go we're going to have we checked out what's on the second floor yet it's just fancier rooms like similar rooms but each one has a toilet I might as well throw lob the toilet down the stairs why not okay you rip a toilet <laughs> up from roll a d6 where are you dropping this down and you're dropping it out the window well, what good is it going to do out the window but people still climbing yeah you drop it like an iron like an anvil on there. <laughs> You doing that? Yeah, right. Goes into each room, rips out the toilet, drops out the window of each. Well, you only got three, so I'm going to say you only managed to do one room. Okay. And you've killed three people. Oh, Litty. <laughs> Get my body count up, boys. Bryn, how many people did you murder? Seven. <laughs> Damn it, he has a better body count than I do. No, it's Bryn's go. I'm going to just commit to killing some of these people. You don't have to, but... Yeah, but it's going to be a lot easier. <laughs> I'm going to do it, at least I'm going to make it fun. Bryn's going to whip out the guitar, but then out of thin air, he's also going to produce three or four enormous amps. Like, enormous amps. <laughs> Fantasy amps. And plug them in. Fantasy plug them in. <laughs> My word. And then, with a whisper of, here's Wonderwall, he's going to cast Thunderwave. <laughs> Each creature in a 15 foot cube. I guess that's just more of them climbing the, the walls. Well, are they wearing any armor? No, they're just people, dude. <laughs> Three of them succeeded their saving throws. Um, then they take half damage, which is still killing. Yeah, they're all dead. So you got some fucking catching up to do, son. You've only killed five, Matt. Wait, hang on. Killed five? Name them. You killed Leafro and you've killed four random strangers. Why did I kill them? You burnt the floor. Oh, God. My whole redemptive arc has been fucked. <laughs> no one's got any morals anymore. Everyone's just fucked. Harriet is kind of... Okay, Harriet kind of goes still, re- watching the bodies burn. He's staring at the glint of the bodies in the reflection of his beak mask. He stares the screams of the past. This was just like the camps before. The fire, the people, the innocents. And he stands frozen, not moving, not saying a word. Bolt to the floor. Finizant is going to approach, go down, find out why everyone's going so slow. Notice that A, people are dying, and B, 
people are not doing the right things. I don't know how many bodies are racking up, so I'm staring, looking wide-eyed. I'm gonna notice that Harrier is standing still, like, in a not very good position. I'm gonna approach and say, look, we need to go. Uh, this is not okay. I don't care what your friends are doing, but if you don't like killing as much as I don't want to kill right now, you need to come with me, and we need to get out of here. All Harriet hears is just ringing in his ears, and he slumps to his knees. Seeing as I've got five minutes, I am going to punch you and try and wake you up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, roll an unarmed attack. Six. I'm gonna tap for you and be like, um, slap him on the back of the come head. On. <laughs> <laughs> you barely, yeah, he barely registers it. I've still got five minutes. I'm gonna cast message and I'm gonna <laughs> say, keeps kicking him, dickhead. <laughs> can you listen to me? You're going to die if you don't move. Oh, I got the edgiest fucking response. Go on. <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> I'm playing the character. Oh my god. This is beautiful. Oh. I'm going to cast friends on on myself so that I gain advantage on all charisma checks directed towards one creature of my choice that isn't hostile. <laughs> uh, after the spell ends, the creature becomes magically aware that I have affected its judgment. I'm going to try and persuade you to get your ass up. And help. What do you? What does Matt have to roll to resist this? So it's just my charisma versus. I think it'll be his wisdom. Matt, do a wisdom saving throw. But I have advantage versus. It's my charisma with advantage versus his wisdom. Thirteen versus his fourteen. Well, Matt Winson doesn't. I'm gonna throw my arms and say, "Fuck it! I'm going upstairs. You can die." So essentially, what we learned there was that even with magic, Finnison failed to make a friend. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Can you stop bullying Finnison? He's such a troubled child. Uh, I'm going to skip forward a bit because I feel like you guys are actually doing very well. Um, because despite the fact that you're killing... I think partly you're doing very well because you're killing a bunch of people. Is that really well, though? <laughs> but you're but setting fire... Well, setting fire to the first floor, I think, is great. And, and I really need to do something about the fact that you guys can solve every problem by setting it on fire. But <laughs> it's just so useful. Anyway... Burn the um, problems away. The, the, the fact that they now can't get up because the first floor's on fire is pretty good. Um, are all of you guys going to go huddle on the roof or is Harriet still stuck there? Harriet's just there. He's zoned out. Okay, so everyone else is... Is everyone else on the roof? Yeah. What's going oh, on? I'm not fucking leaving him here. I am. Oh, you're still with Harriet. I'm not leaving him, no. Bear in mind, it's all, I, all I'm hearing is like ringing in my ears at the moment. Oh, jeez, right. And they're the fire's slowly coming up to get them. It's kind of there's like there's like embers settling on his fireproof coat. Well, it slowly stumbles over to Harriet, puts one claw in his face, tries to look in his eyes to see if he's with him, and mumbles to him, "Are you in there? Can you hear me?" Harriet doesn't respond. The glass of his beaked mask is just shimmering with the glow of the flame. Well, yeah, it's happened. What? It's happened again. What's all my fault? It's happened again. Now is not your time, friend. If you die here, if we die here, then everyone else we killed will also die in vain. We have the potential to save so many more lives. The ones we've taken right now, they help. Everywhere I go, Carlia, don't you see? 
Everyone dies. The innocent, the guilty, they all burn in my touch. I should die with them. Well, to send us. What good would that do? Death for death. If if you say if they really mean this much to you, how'd you live with yourself anyway? You you left. You left your people. You left the killing. You wanted to put all that behind you. But we were forced. Your hand was forced. All of our actions today were in self-defense. These people, they didn't even know what they were they were doing. How how is Choice. this how is this your fault? Choice or not. Everywhere I go, I leave a trail of ash and burning hickory. Nothing but pain and death and destruction. I don't care whose choice it is. I just wanted to stop, Golir. I can't. I can't do this anymore. Your path may not be golden so far, but I don't even know my own path. If you come with me, I promise. I will try my very best. I bet my life on it for redemption. Harriet kind of looks up at Gaulia. The you can see just it's very lightly the flicker of uh, Harriet's eye through the mask. How can you redeem this? Truth be told, I don't know. I wasn't even supposed to be born. But the one thing I know is, if you die here, I mean, look, look at everything we've done. Look at everything we've come through. This box that Bryn has, this could this could save countless lives. We don't know what's going on. We need your help, though. You know, we make one hell of a team. I need Harry, you. It looks, Harry looks down at his hands. He sees the glass from the Molotov that's shattered in his palm. He looks up at, at Gaulia and says, Show me the way, Gaulia. Show me the way out of this. Burning in his eyes, Gaulier reaches down to take his hand. I take, can I fasten it? They grip together. Even though there's glass in, in both their hands, they, he stands too. He stands too. The blood from both Gaulier and Harriet's hands drips down their sides. Gaulier slings one arm of Harriet's over his shoulder and helps him through. It's while speaking a few words in Dragonic as they walk away from the flames. He looks down at Harriet. The path to redemption begins with a single step. As they continue up the stairs. And I think that's that's us out. I think that's uh... that's the scene. That was fucking beautiful. I'm genuinely a little bit shook. Yeah. So you guys have all now Gaulia and Harriet, um, bleeding and and kind of closer than they've ever been, have have now reached the roof with the rest of you guys. And uh, Lani looks up at you like, "Okay, it's about time. I I I'm 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 pretty much done. Okay. Um, I want everyone to step back. Um, I, I'm gonna get us out of here. Okay." Okay. I think Gaulia and Harry are kind of just a bit heavy. She stops talking and just like, okay. She takes a, a ba- uh, takes from her bag this wooden box with various copper wires and, and metallic plates seemingly stuck, it, stuck to it at random, like some kind of child's 
science project except it's all alight with like this dark red hue and this device is whirring and this this dull noise is kind of growing in volume until there's a sonic boom and a bright white light blinding taking up this even though you're on the roof and there's nothing but air in front of you it's like a whole wall of this big bright blinding light has formed yeah and she runs into it straight i know what it is so i'm just gonna go straight in uh i guess i look towards gaulier and i look towards Bryn and i ask together boys as one let's do it we all hold hands yes yes we can well, actually, I, I, I'm going to go to hold your hand and wince because there's glassy on. I was going to say, you could always just get my other arm. <laughs> I might do the job. No, 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 no. And, uh, and you've all stepped through? Okay, Bryn, your head is no longer on your leg. It's far away. You might have two. Ghoulia's snout is now a home and Harriet's in the garden using his feet to pull out weeds. Finn, you're inside out and your shirt is on backwards. Then everything goes white. You all wake up in a field and you're back to normal. It's still the middle of the night and there's a cold wind howling. There's a tall grass is swaying. Um, it takes a while for you to remember who you are and where you are and how to stand up. Um, but after a few seconds of fear and confusion, everything comes back to you and you all stand up and look ahead and up and up and up. And there's a tower a spire, a ridiculous stone monolith, one room wide, straight up beyond the clouds. It looks ancient, and every single floor has a door, even though there's no way to get to any of them beside um, the one on the ground. Lani turns to you all, slinging her bag off her shoulder and opening it. She pulls out a series of compressed fabric discs. She squeezes hers and tosses it into the air. It lands a fully formed tent. She then throws the other three to you. The two of you are going to have to share. Uh, get plenty of rest. We're going to be starting in the morning. And she heads into her tent and zips up the door behind her. God. I go into my tent. <laughs> We're going to need to fix up your hand first, friend. Maybe leave it as a reminder. I look up I, I look up at Gaulia. Cuts aren't that deep. All scars fade, friend. But the real challenge is getting it out of your mind. He taps his skull. Perhaps a night of sleep will do as well. Well, I assume that means you two are sharing them. And Brain grabs one of the discs, puts it up, runs straight in, and just is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, Gaulier and Harriet uh, throw up the other one and, uh, and climb in for the night. I think uh, we'll start to wrap up here. And and um, next time we come back, we'll we'll see what's going on. We'll see what mm. the tower is. There will be answers. I know there's this campaign has had a lot of questions at the moment. It's but, part uh, of the mystery. I think what I'm going to say is I don't know what Bryn's doing and I don't know what Finn are doing, but I think um, that evening in the tent, Harriet and Gaulier share these stories of their lives and what they've been through uh, with each other. And, and Harriet... And I'll, I'm just saying this for you guys, and if if you want to interject, do. But um, what I mean to say is, like, Harriet and and Gaulier, you can now be completely up to speed on each other's like backstories and where you're where you've come from, essentially, okay. and what you're looking for, like uh, oh. the details of 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 where you came from, 
you know, Harriet, you 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 talk it out, Frugalia. So, I I hate to feel like Bryn has been left out of this moment, but I feel like these two have really bonded at this point. No, it's good. It's good. We'll end this with a reminder of a similar bright white light that shone 60 years ago in a dark cave. Oh, fuck. And we'll remind you of who of who went inside that, that light. Oh, God. Somewhere out there, Rupert Pibble Jr. opens his eyes. Thanks for listening to this Trailers of the Unknown. It was the finale of the first chapter of my arc, um, Ashes from Time. Can I advertise my thing as well? No. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to break from this formula then, because I'm going to say at this point, you guys are going to be safe. There's no way they're going to be able to get to the roof before um, you've you've sorted this out. Harriet and Gourlier, I want I want to ask everyone else to just sit back while Harriet and Gourlier have a scene. And, and Gourlier, you've got to try and convince Harriet to keep Bear going mind, to get to the it's roof. All, I, all I'm hearing is like ringing in my ears at the moment. So can you just give me a rewind? Because I... Zone up some of it. Why are you on the so floor? So one of the reasons again? is that I've just realised that innocent people have died at my hands, uh, and it's a reminder of uh, of his past, and uh, and he feels guilty and he's overcome with that guilt, and he's kind of zoning out a little bit. Oh, jeez, right, and the fire's slowly coming up to get them. Yeah, so it's kind of there's like there's like embers settling on his fireproof coat. <laughs> I don't want to break the mood, but I just farted and I think it got picked up on audacity. Ah, you oh, then there goes the mood. I don't want to break the mood, but I just farted. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, Chrissy, but when you go through my um, voice, you're going to hear me fart. I'm going to loop it five times after the dramatic scene. It's <laughs> <laughs> like an air horn. I'm going to fuck with Darren's fart after the dramatic scene. <laughs> Make a remix of it. The scene is going to end and then it's going to be ten minutes <laughs> 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 <laughs>